0: Hey friends, welcome to the League of Josh podcast. In today's episode, I talked to Douglas Gronendijk. Doug and I played volleyball together for a few years in university before we went to the island and ended up capturing a national bronze. Doug is crazy. There's no there's no other way to put it, really. Um, he's one of the most authentic people I've ever met, but all in all, he's absolutely insane and it's in the best way physically possible. So, hope you guys enjoy the episode. Thanks. Very so, uh, why did you, you bike across Canada? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a good question. You know, sometimes I ask that, like, especially when I was driving up here, I was like, why did I ever do that? Like, <laughs> I was only 18 when I did it and I was like, oh my goodness. But, you know, it was always a thought. I always wanted to run across Canada like Terry Fox, but I was like, no way I could ever run it because I would take like a year, like no chance. I
0: know Doug. I think you'd do it in six months.
1: Yeah, maybe. I, I probably could. Just don't, like,
0: you just wouldn't stop. Yeah. You just learned, Forrest how, to, Gump run. Yeah, learned how to sleep. While running. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you're golden. Yeah. No. Uh,
1: yeah. So I was like, I talked to my uh, buddy Yee about doing this like in high school. Yeah. Right. And we were thinking of doing it right out of high school, but it was kind of just talk, right. Kind of like a crazy idea I had and he's, he really wanted to do it. But then I was like, nah, no, we can't do it this summer because I was doing team BC and whatever else, volleyball. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, first year came around, you know, I had a little bit of a rough, first semester at school like trying to just learn how to live on my own and stuff and figure out who I am and all that and uh one night I was like you know what I'm gonna go on an adventure so I was like let's bike across Canada so I started telling people I was gonna bike across Canada right I was like everyone's like no you're not no you're not no you're not (laughs) like I called home I was like mom I'm gonna bike across Canada she's like no no you're not you need to find someone to do this with if if anything yeah and I was like Okay, all right, so I, I asked around, I asked a few people, I asked Yee, and Yee's like, yeah, let's do it, man, and I was like, okay, and he's in. he was at uh, UBC or Langara wherever he was studying at the time, and uh, I was like, okay, let's do it, so we kind of had a few Skype chats, like, we're like, okay, so this is what the plan is and all that, so I started making a PowerPoint, right, <laughs> <laughs> a PowerPoint of each day of our bike trip, and I was like, okay let's do 200 K a day. Almost like I was like planning 200 K a day. And I was like, everyone saw who saw the plan was like, there's no way you can do that. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to try. <laughs> so then, uh, it came down to it where it was like probably around this time in the semester, maybe a little bit earlier, but sometime in March and he's like, dude, I bought a bike. I was like, Oh dang, we're doing this. So I had to go find a bike. So I went to, uh, Spoken Motion in uh, Kamloops here, and they helped me out. I got a pretty sweet new bike because I couldn't find any used bikes that were my size. Right. So uh, I got the bike literally the day I left TRU. I wrote my exam in the morning, mm-hmm. grabbed my bike from Spoken Motion. It came in like two days before. <laughs> I, I was like, all right, let's do it. Took it home. Um, met ye on the ferry, and yep. he's got his bike. He biked to the ferry from uh, <laughs> like downtown Vancouver. And like, uh, we met him on the ferry, and I I haven't seen him since high school. Yeah. So it's been like eight months. I'm like, what's up, man? Let's do this, right? (laughs) And uh, we get back to my house, and uh, that night I had to finish uh, online course before I was allowed to leave to bike across Canada. My mom's like, you have to finish this online course. So I pumped out like six like it was a math course, so I had to do six assignments. How long did it take? I was up till five like just doing (laughs) homework and at the the end I was like you know what screw it like just threw it in I was like okay I I just want to go on this bike ride so we also packed the next day Mm -hmm. and got some supplies and uh I remember we're chilling at my house and I live about maybe like 15k from like Walmart or like the town right and uh I was like hey mom which car can I take to go get some groceries she's like "You you guys should bike I was like uh i don't know and then he's like that's way too far that's way too far i'm like dude we're biking 200k tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you know we got everything together and just sent it
0: so you guys started from the island
1: yeah from my house yeah i remember uh it was like we left at like six on april 15th or something like that and uh we just got to the ferry right on time. Like, they were loading up. And we kind of didn't even stop. We just biked right on. It was, like, perfect timing. it was, yeah. like, sweet. And then uh, that day, we met up with Cassandra, who mm-hmm. I wasn't dating at the time. Yeah. And we actually hung out at a mall. And uh, I was, like, ye watched the bikes. And I went on a date with Cassandra. <laughs> I come back, and ye's just passed out, like, sleeping on a sidewalk with the bikes. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah.
1: And then we ended up in Chilliwack that that night and uh stayed at my auntie's house there
0: so that was sweet so you you actually got a bed at one point yep at one point we yeah we did it was sweet but for the majority of you were sleeping in a ditch yeah most times we were
1: sleeping on the side of the road behind a mcdonald's like so how does that happen yeah you know it was like i had that powerpoint so we had to try stay on time like right but, like, we definitely weren't on time for the how, majority of it.
0: How, how many kilometers were you doing per day at the beginning? And then how did that kind of tail off or differ?
1: Um, see, at the beginning, like, we were, meeting my, we were going to my brother's wedding in Ontario. Mm-hmm. So from, like, April 16th to uh, May 16th, we had to get to Ontario from B.C. So that was, like, 4,000-something like kilometers or whatever it was. So the first half I was like, okay, we're just gonna send it. We're not gonna stop. We're not gonna enjoy anything, really. Yeah. So we we're probably averaging 180k a day ish yeah. ish like and uh, the second half from Ontario to Halifax, we kind of did some more sightseeing and like taking our time and we probably did 150k a day. so right. just a little less, but like we would have a few days off here yeah. and there so Yeah, it was good. And like trying to find a camping spot, like you know, we we made some bad choices where we slept. Like sometimes it was like we didn't realize this, but like um, we we camped in a swamp one night, and the water (laughs) level rose, (laughs) and we got our tent flooded, and like (laughs) stuff like that. Yeah, it was crazy.
0: (laughs) What?
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh my god i think our worst camping spot actually there's a few really bad camping spots all right tell me about them okay so the one was in golden and uh we got in there and that was one that was probably the roughest day because i think we went from where did we go from revelstoke maybe Mm -hmm. to uh golden in a day and it was just so cold and it was snowing and I didn't have any gloves because I didn't plan this trip at all. <laughs> so my fingers were frozen. So I remember stopping on the side of the highway and using our little propane stove just to warm up my hands. I was so cold. I was freezing. So uh, we get to Golden and I crushed like a dozen donuts from Timmy's. Like a bunch of food from McDonald's. Just just ate so much crap. And uh, I was like, okay, we got to find a camping spot, but I don't want to bike out of town. So we go behind McDonald's there and, uh, there's a bit of like a, a trail down to the Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I was like, okay, we're going to sleep here. So we slept on like a hill, like it was probably like a good, decent incline. So I was like, okay, let's not sleep with our head down the hill. <laughs> let's have it at the <laughs> top. So we don't have a huge like head rush in the morning. Yeah. So yeah, we did that and that was a rough sleep and then just keep going. And then another bad, bad spot was, uh, we got into winnipeg real late like midnight Mm. and uh we're like okay i you know i should have like contacted randy or some of my buddies from winnipeg and been like hey can i stay at your guys's place like can you pick (laughs) us up and like house us but yeah i was like no no i'm not gonna do that so i just looked on google maps and i saw a green space and i was like we're gonna sleep there (laughs) so we go to this park and we set up our tent (laughs) And this is like like somewhere in Winnipeg. I can't remember the park name, but we just set up our tent and we're sleeping. And as we're about to fall asleep, uh, Yi says, "Hey, there's some flashing lights." I was like, "What the heck?" And then like all of a sudden, like a flashlight comes on our uh, on our tent, and it's like Winnipeg Police. I was like, I was like, shoot! And the cops like, "Yeah, you're in trouble." I was like, "Oh no!" And he's like, "What are you guys doing?" And I was like, oh, we're biking from Vancouver Island to Halifax. He's like, what? (laughs) Really? I was like, yeah. He's like, you know what, man? Like, you can stay here for the night. But, like, I'm cool with it. But other cops might not be cool with it. So I was like, okay, fair enough. Like, I'll just, like, we'll get out here early. Like, we'll wake up at 6 and leave, right? Mm -hmm. The cop's like, sweet, thanks. And I was like, okay, right on. So then I was like, yee, you know what we got to do? We got to flatten our tent. So let's take our poles out so no one else can, no other cops can see us. No one else can see us.
0: So we're sleeping with our
1: tent like just folded on top of us with no like, none of the structure to it. And then uh, we get woken up by the same cop in the morning. He's like, What are you guys still doing here? We're like, Oh, we're out of here. We're out of here. So we packed up and got out of there. But yeah,
0: that was a good one.
1: That was like, I think one of the only police incidents we had on the trip. So one of
0: the only or the only?
1: One of the only. The only other one was we're biking on a, a sidewalk and a cop told us to
0: get off the sidewalk. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't that big of a That's deal. That's not as intense. Yeah. What did you guys pack for this?
1: <sighs>
0: I packed like two pairs of
1: socks. I think two or three pairs of underwear. Uh, a pair of sweatpants. A pair of like quick drying pants. A pair of shorts. A t-shirt. A hoodie. And a rain jacket. And then a helmet of course uh we did pack a few like spare tires along and some tools to fix the bike mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think what else we had uh probably we had uh we packed a little bit of food along like we had those uh you know like those camping like you add water to it and it just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. expands and we ate those in, like, the first three days. <laughs> 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 like, you get so hungry when you're biking all day. So, oh, man. Like, They're the like- first point, we packed our own food. And I was like, yeah, we're going to go to the grocery stores. We're going to get some good food, and we're going to be good. And no, no. Turned to McDonald's. Yeah, turned to McDonald's, Timmy's. Like, we should have got sponsored by those guys, man. Like, we were there <sighs> crushing, like eight burgers at a time like it was insane i can't imagine how many <laughs> calories you'd be
0: putting. yeah like, that's actually ins- that's nuts yeah
1: and like subway i remember we'd always order uh, a double meatball sub because it came like it was the most filling yeah thing right and we could eat two of those and it was like i can hardly eat one now like yeah it's insane like dude that's crazy and even ye he's a little guy like he's only like five five nine five ten whatever he is but yeah he was probably one forty or one fifty and like he was crushing Subway, man. Like it was insane. <laughs> I remember we'd have competitions to see who could like crush the food the fastest. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah.
0: That yeah, was a lot of fun. So did you guys you guys flew back from yeah. Halifax? Yeah. Thank the Lord.
1: That would have been terrible biking
0: back. Did you leave your bike there?
1: No. So uh we got to Halifax a day early. Like, before our flight, thankfully, we made it on time, you know? (laughs) Holy shit, you had a (laughs) pre-planned flight? Yeah, Yeah, pre-planned flight.
0: Like,
1: it it was kind of good having, like, a deadline, you know? Like, for my brother's wedding, we had to be there by May 16th or whatever it was. Right. And then we had to also be back for our flight in Halifax, like, what would it be? June 16th? And my brother was having a second, like, ceremony kind of back on the island, like, June 20th or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. So we had to catch that flight to get back in time. She just really
0: just nailed everything, hey? Yeah, like Holy. crushed
1: it. But you know what? I planned it, but we didn't go with the plan. You know, you just go with the flow. Like some days it'd be like, okay, let's go an extra 100K. Yeah. Well, maybe not quite 100K, but 50K. Mm-hmm. And then the next day would be like, I'm really tired. Let's just fall asleep. Yeah. Usually it was me. I was like, <laughs> I'm tired. Let's stop. <laughs> Whereas he's like, I'm tired. No, we are keep going, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah it's like shut up you get back <laughs> on the bike <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah you know like it was it was good like not planning it was like no worries just go with it i
0: feel like that's the best way to travel anywhere because you just kind of yeah i'm i i don't even pack until like my travel ritual is i'll pack i'll pack the night before i leave i just won't sleep that night and i'll pack it like 4 a.m before i leave
1: right yeah yeah that's insane it's like no
0: plan (laughs) just full send yeah yeah when i went
1: to uh japan for two weeks i i was meaning to plan all semester like i knew about this like trip for a while i was like okay this is the day i fly in this is the day i fly out and i had like each day like lined up and i was like okay i fly in here i fly in there or fly out then And i was like okay what am i gonna do and then i just didn't plan it and i just Showed up and ran into a lot of fun, and a lot of trouble. You know, having yeah. a good time over over in Japan. <laughs>
0: when did you go to Japan?
1: When I went to Korea. Oh, really? Just oh, before okay. I went to Korea. Yeah, okay, I was like, cool. I wanted to go to China, but Yi wasn't going to be there because he's from China originally, right? Yeah. I was like, I would go to China to visit Yi. Right. But he wasn't going to go back this summer or that summer. So mm-hmm. I was like, what else is close? So I went to Japan, and it was sweet. How'd you like Japan? It was crazy different, man. Like. The lifestyle there like they're so like respectful to their elders and also like as a community like they would just leave like you'd be downtown tokyo and there'd be a bike just on the sidewalk unlocked everything like they don't steal like my mom made me get one of those like traveler like the wallet fanny yeah fanny packs yeah and like you know the ones that go under your shirt kind of thing yeah and I was like, I wore it, but I was like, you know what? I'm in like the safest country in the world. Like, no one's gonna steal from me, or I hope not. But that,
0: that, yeah, that's crazy. I've heard about the the bike thing. You just leave your bikes unlocked. Nobody's gonna steal. Yeah. So yeah. especially for a place with such a high population and high density, it's really surprising that not more theft goes on. Yeah, it's crazy. And it I was like,
1: you know, like I've never really traveled on my own either. So mm-hmm. like doing that and like figuring out what I like doing and like I remember like the first few days I was like I was walking running all over Tokyo and I was like why don't why don't I just use the train like <laughs> I wasn't thinking but <laughs> 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 yeah you know it was it was fun
0: what do you think the most important thing about traveling by yourself was <sighs> traveling boat. oh uh I feel like you learn a lot about yourself when you travel by yourself and
1: yeah you know I found like it can be lonely at times. Mm -hmm. Like in the first little bit, I wasn't like really socializing with the people at the hostels that much. But then I realized like you go to the hostels, you should hang out in like the main area, common area and just chat with people and be like, Hey, what did you do? Where have you been? What, what's going on? Where are you going next? And like, I met some people and I was like, I want to do that with you. So we'd go and spend the day traveling together. And you know, I'd see things that I never thought I would see. Like, or experience it was good like i don't know like also like asking for people's help too like to help plan out like i'm not a planner i've never been a planner <laughs> i'm kind of just let's 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 go with it so yeah and i think it's easier for a guy to go traveling on his own than like a girl mm-hmm. like you know it's easier to tra- I like i don't feel i don't feel unsafe
0: you're just less vulnerable i think yeah, yeah.
1: exactly yeah for sure like going to i think i was in hiroshima mm-hmm. and uh the hostel was having like a there was some crazy festival going on for like the i can't remember what it was but some crazy japanese festival and they're like yeah you want to go i was like yeah let's do it so we went and i was just drink drinking and having a good time with some of those guys and i ended up with a guy uh going to some clubs there and yeah just had a lot of fun
0: Feel like Asia is just a super crazy, cool, different place. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah,
1: and you're heading to uh, Korea. What are...
0: Yeah, yeah. So I go to Korea. Um, I have my t- ticket booked for there. <clears throat> so what I what I'm doing is, I fly into Thailand, Bangkok, on the seventh of May, and then I just hang out. I go like Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, Nam. Oh my goodness! I'll do that circle, and then. I'll for how long for two months <laughs> oh my goodness and then I'll, and then i'll fly to uh to seoul and then go to skk and play some volleyball dude, if i can jump <laughs> dude that sounds like a blast yeah i'm excited for it should be cool and you're traveling by yourself then
1: yeah oh my goodness yeah that'll be so much fun i want to do a like southeast asia trip sometime
0: too like <gasps> it, just, it just seems like a good time i feel like it's going to start getting a lot more expensive and the culture is going to start to get a little bit more washed out slowly over time. Right. Well, that just that just happens, just like melting pot. Yeah. So, I'm gonna try to go now, and I don't know, maybe become a monk or something. Yeah. Yeah. Pat thinks I'm gonna start a cult. I think <laughs> I think they have a bet going on with the team. Oh, really? Yeah. I think they like a lot of the guys don't think I'm coming back. <laughs> You're just gonna stay stay over there, live in that? the jungle. Yeah, it's gonna be like prefer- first day of training camp. Hey, do you guys know where Josh is? Nah he just didn't show up from his flight <laughs> he's probably he's probably still there oh my goodness yeah so we'll see how that goes yeah for sure that'll be so much fun man yeah yeah and i'm guessing you have no plans you're kind of just weighing it yeah I'm gonna have visas for certain days We got my shots and my medication perfect besides that I'm that's all you need <laughs> show up might sleep on the streets that's been a thought
1: that's a little scary <laughs> <laughs> like, I would do that in Canada, but not not over there, man.
0: I no man. Do you think it's really scarier in Canada to sleep on the streets than it is... I mean, I guess it depends on where you are. I wouldn't do it in Bangkok or anything, but yeah, I would love to find just little like, families and stuff there in more rural areas. Like
1: little villages. And just be- like,
0: yeah, just like work there for a little bit. Maybe do some farming and stuff. And then just like, can yeah, I, can I sleep on your floor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be sweet, man. Yeah. That'd be a good experience. See, yeah. like...
1: The non-touristy thing is that what you're thinking of doing? Yeah, I
0: think so. Okay. I think I'll try to stay away from the touristy stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm I'll totally do that kind of stuff every every once in a while. I'll try to hit up a full moon party or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, but I've heard those are nuts. Well, um, there's a there's a temple called the Temple of a Million Buddhas in Thailand, just outside of Bangkok. Yeah, it just looks insane. Oh my goodness! It's uh, I think every third full moon, something like that. Like they do it for season changing, I believe probably mm-hmm. wrong um they have they they just meditate, it's like a hundred thousand monks,
1: oh my goodness, and they
0: <laughs> just meditate. Kendra was saying when she went over there during a full moon festival once they she was walking through she was walking through a market and she could feel the ground vibrating from the ohm like the oh. the mantra that the monks were praying,
1: oh my word, yeah,
0: so that would be so crazy to. Yeah, so I'll I'll see if I can hike to the top of a temple and Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. That'd be crazy. Yeah, it should be cool. Do
1: some meditating over there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah. I've been reading a shocker book, so I'm like trying to read as much about Buddhism and stuff as I can before I head over. Try to get try to get a good base. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Right on. Yeah, it should be cool.
1: Yeah. And then you're coming back to TRU next year, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Right on. I we'll see. We'll see if I become a cult leader or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, start your own temple over there. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So uh, what was it like winning third at Nationals?
1: Oh, man. You know, like, the season was a bit of a roller coaster.
0: You guys won Provincials, too, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That was a surprise. That was more of a sur- Well, it was a surprise we made it to Nationals, I think, in my opinion, because... We were fourth in uh pack West mm-hmm. and our season was kind of like up and down, up and down, up and down. And, uh, we weren't really clicking as a team. Yeah. And, uh, we went into provincials fourth and, uh, you know, I don't know what it was, but somehow we just peaked right at the right time. And we crushed the home team, uh, college of the Rockies pretty easily in three. And then, uh, we had to play Douglas college, number one seed. And, uh, they were really confident going in and we were like, you know what? They're super confident. And we, like, it's always fun beating someone who's thinking they're going to win. Right. So yeah. I don't know what it was, but we were blocking insane. Like, I think we set a pack pack West record for the most blocks in a game. We had mm-hmm. 38. It was 38. In- yeah. Yeah. In a match. In a match. How many sets? Uh, four. It was only four set or two. It was mental, dude. What? Yeah i remember that's absurd one series i was in the front row and i had like we blocked them like five times in a row it was just mental and their hitters were getting so frustrated right like it was just the most insane thing
0: 38
1: yeah i'm pretty sure it was 38 or something crazy like that. that is
0: insane
1: yeah it was mental what like i on i think on my my uh uh stat sheet i had 12 Alone. holy shit yeah Doug. it was insane wow it was awesome so it was fun beating those guys right yeah and uh i think it's been two or three years we've been the team to knock douglas out from uh going towards the final so oh, really <laughs> yeah, yeah and they were no, yeah they were the number one seed so it was sweet and then uh we played uh Camosin in the final mm-hmm. and they're the island rival right yeah from victoria so yeah, they've, uh,
0: they've four-peated previous yeah, previously. yeah they
1: were they're four-time champions and I think I saw earlier in the season they had a five peat t shirt question mark or something like that something stupid yeah right so (laughs) I was like okay we gotta really give her and we were feeling so good and we we clutched up again and we won that in four and it felt so good because my coach had never won a provincials yet yeah and I think he's been coaching ten years or something so he was just so happy for us because he's gotten so many bronze or bronze silvers and all that right so to be like gold at provincials was awesome and it was it was an awesome feeling for our team seeing how we went up and down and one of our brazilian middles actually tweaked his knee halfway through so that's kind of why i transitioned from right side to middle Mm -hmm. because uh needed to fill a new position so yeah which was interesting you know like wanting to play right side but you know that's
0: i think every middle stream is to get out of the middle (laughs) always yeah yeah but yeah what do you think contributed to the to the right time peak right
1: time peak it's hard to say i think it was seeing everyone put in 100 percent effort yeah yeah like we tried but like you know we weren't like going for like at provincials we were going for balls that we wouldn't usually touch right like mm-hmm. i don't know it was just the effort was there and the just the confidence i don't know it was it was good yeah And, like, we also did a a team exercise before each game where we, like, would uh, say what we knew about the other team, what we know, uh, what we don't know about the other team, and things we can't control and stuff like that. So, like, even when the ref made a bad call, I think we were really contained and just were like, yeah, it happens, you know. I think we were just in the right mindset. Yeah. Which was good. And then uh, we ended up, being the only team from the Pac West to go to nationals, and uh went to Red Deer, beautiful place. Holy man! Like their, that
0: their new facility is unreal. It
1: is insane. Yeah, like I was like, whoa, because we went there for Christmas actually for a, like a little tr- like little tournament. tournament. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we saw it earlier and we're like, wow, this is crazy. So we're like, we got to get back there for nationals. Right. <laughs> and I uh, yeah, so then we played. Uh, I think it was Humber. Humber College first round, and they had some really big boys. Like there was one guy that could OT me. Like I was like, holy (laughs) crap! Like he's got to be spike touching close to twelve. Like it was insane. This guy, yeah, yeah, it It was was mental. Side or middle? Middle. Yeah, he was huge. He was probably six six or whatever, but yeah, he could just get up get up like crazy so and he he joined halfway through the their season Mm -hmm. so like and it's his first year of volleyball and i can only see he's gonna go up and up and up cool so i'll be good for that guy but yeah we ended up winning that game uh either in three or four i can't remember Mm -hmm. and then uh saturday we played red deer the home team and uh full burn you know yeah and like we like at provincials we had beat the home team right and that Mm -hmm. felt so good so we kind of had that feeling going in right and uh we started out the game like 10 to 3 like we were crushing them right and Mm -hmm. in front of all their fans and they kind of just chipped away chipped away came back and won and that was kind of the theme of the whole game was uh we were up a lot in the beginning and they chip away and it's close at the end and then they just ended up winning which was Heartbreaking, but they played really good. Like Mm -hmm. they played, I think, their best game of the tournament against us, which you know you don't always want. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) totally. So yeah, that was that was a tough loss because we just were we were on a roll, right? We're going Mm -hmm. on our peak, and it was awesome. So I was surprised actually when we, we we had that backdoor bronze thing. So we had to play a team from Quebec. And I was kind of worried we we're gonna lose that and end up tying for fifth, right, but yeah. somehow some way our team was like, "No, we want this so we we went for it, we played well, got it, so then we got into the bronze against Keanu, and they had a tough five set loss the night before against uh Fanshaw, yeah. team that won, so they were pretty upset right so and they were exhausted too, from the five setter right and uh so we won the first two sets pretty handily, right? Like, it was awesome. We we're like, okay, we're going to win. We got this. Yeah. Then the third set comes around, and we had the lead, and then we lost it. And then they chipped away and took it. Mm-hmm. So they got the third set, and then the fourth set was just insane. Like, there was a – I went on the bench, and I was like, I'm not getting back into the game. Like, it's so close, right? Yeah. And uh, we ended up losing that set 30-28 or something like that. Holy – Yeah, it was insane. It was It was – mental yeah so then we went into the fifth set and uh these guys they're chirping hard like these guys you know four mac boys man yeah they, they know how to chirp and i'm just you know i got i got blocked pretty hard once and the guy's just staring me down i was like oh <laughs> man i'm hitting like 800 on you like just shut <laughs> up right <laughs> but uh so then we go into the fifth set and they came out hot so i think it was eight eight to two or eight to three or something at at the point we switched and we were down and I was like, Oh, well, it was a good season. Like at least we made it to nationals. Right. Mm -hmm. But somehow we came back and, uh, I remember like my coach is just yelling at me. He's like, Doug, get me a block, give me a block. And I'm like, okay, (gasps) (laughs) get a block. Right. And then, uh, I'm, I'm serving and it's like, it was crazy. Like my whole five years just flashed before my eyes I remember Pat yelling at me telling me to serve it harder, how to serve. I, my coach like at VIU telling me, "Hey, get it in." And like I'm like, "Oh my goodness." Like 5 years is, I'm done after this, right? Mm-hmm. And uh go on a serving run of 2 or 3. I had a couple digs even. I was in middle, you know. Big I was days. like, "Let's go." Middle defense. Uh, and uh at this I think it was like 11 11 13 when I was serving and I got up to 14. Fourteen points. And then they, they tied it fourteen fourteen. I got Liberoed out. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have Liberoed me out, you know. Just move. keep me in. Yeah, keep let, me in. I was feeling hot. <laughs> yeah. But then uh we sided out and then our setter, Kill Prince, you yeah. might know him. Yeah. He's from Calgary. Yeah. And uh he went back and just ripped on a serve and got an ace and we won sixteen fourteen and it was an awesome game. Awesome feeling. Like
0: it's a good way to go out on a win,
1: you know. I yeah. was like, I'm I'm pretty content
0: with this. I remember. I remember watching the game, and I at at the side switch. I went and boiled some tea because like fucking Doug's gonna lose. God damn it! <laughs> when we boiled some tea, came back, and you guys were back square, and yeah, like Sammy and Charlie were like, guys, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah. Doug's about to win. that yeah. yeah, was insane. Yeah, that was fun to watch. Uh, that was a really good
1: game. Yeah, and then you know, like the final happened, like good for Fanshawe. Well done. Good yeah. on you guys they went undefeated all year
0: they're a solid team some good guys too i really like seth
1: yeah yeah he came out for a a recruitment trip actually to tru once yeah 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 (laughs) dressed him up like pat for halloween (laughs) stuffed a pillow in his under his shirt (laughs) pat's like (laughs) what
0: the frick (laughs) i'm not that fat (laughs) have you seen him now no, uh,
1: well, I saw him last summer, but I haven't seen him lately. Just shredded. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, it's actually nutty. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was good for Fanshawe. And, you know, at the end, we ended up all meeting up at one spot and hanging out with all the teams. And the guys that were chirping me were all hanging out, having a good time. And
0: it's just all fun and games, volleyball, you know? Totally you
1: can't take it too serious
0: i think people do a lot of the time yeah like in sport people take it way too seriously yeah that's always a that's always a criticism of other teams like that guy's an asshole yeah first thing you get to know that guy that guy's gonna be awesome Yeah, yeah exactly i know like mr rogers said that there's nobody that you can't learn to love by hearing their story exactly after you hang out with someone a little bit you're like you're not a bad guy yeah i mean sometimes people are dickheads but uh most of the
1: time, most pretty of the time. cool. Yeah, exactly. You're just like before the game, before a match. You're like, I don't like this guy, but yeah. like, you know, afterwards, first, you're like, "What's up, dude?" First thing is <laughs> like, "Hey, let's go grab a beer and go dance." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go, to <exactly>. <laughs> yeah go to CJ's. Go to CJ's. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's always yeah. fun hanging out with other teams and yeah, getting to know new people.
0: I think that's just like slowly gone away in. Athletic culture mm. is hanging out with the other team. Yeah, I remember talking to Sam Twivei. He was a big left side for Brandon. Do you remember that guy? He was bald, no. bald. Oh, the, no. guy was, the guy was the guy's just unreal. But yeah, um, yeah. he would just—I I did camps with him one year, and he was just telling me stories about like after games, he would all—they would all go to CJs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all both <laughs> teams would get together and party, yeah. and then go to CJs. Yeah. I don't think that happens the anymore. The old days, yeah. I was like Kruger, too. Kruger would always tell us to. <laughs> yeah. Have, he's like, I had so much fun. We'd go out all the time. We're like, well, we're not allowed to do that anymore. So. Yeah,
1: especially on the road, right? Like, yeah. they shut that down. My first year, we, we'd we go every time. But unfortunately, I was underage. But like, you know, still a good time. Yeah. <laughs> hanging out with them. And then second year, we did a little bit. And then third year was basically nothing until the last night in Regina or Sask- Saskatchewan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was a fun
1: time too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Not enough not enough fun. Too much work. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have fun. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's why we're here.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just having a good time. Yeah.
0: So why do you do so much crazy shit, man? I mean, milk challenge, dunkos. Yeah. You, you know just, you just do a lot of really crazy shit that you're like, uh, I'm just gonna do this thing. Yeah. And how how does that how does that slowly transpire in your mind? You
1: know, I like challenges. Like, I enjoy a challenge. I enjoy an adventure. I've kind of mellowed out over the since I've left TRU, <laughs> believe it or not. Like, right. <laughs> well, we'll see tonight, Doug. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like the milk challenge, you know, you, no one can do it. It's impossible. You know, I tried, I think, three times before I actually completed it. And, you know, it felt so good. Actually, you don't feel good well, I was going at say. the end, <laughs> it but it feels, feels good, good when you, like, the next day, you're like, yes, I did that, right? Yeah. And uh, it was like, wow, that's an accomplishment that I'll always remember. Well, yeah. maybe not the milk challenge. That's not that cool, but, yeah. Actually, on the bike trip, we did that with Yi, because Yi, he was like, I've never thrown up in my life. I was like, <laughs>
0: no way you've definitely
1: thrown up right That's
0: the worst thing you can say to someone yeah i was like you're, you're
1: gonna throw up i'm like okay we're gonna do the milk challenge so uh we went to a playground <laughs> two four liters i did it he did it and uh they like kids hanging or like playing on the <laughs> yeah played on the playground, playground. we're over by the bench yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh i think we're in pei and uh I was like, okay, you got to finish this in an hour. So I start doing it. I'm pacing myself, right? Mm -hmm. And he's just goosing it, like going down. (laughs) He's like like halfway done. And he's like, I can't go any further. I was like, no, you got to keep going. (laughs) He said you could do it. So he's like, okay. So he keeps pushing himself, pushing himself. And eventually he just hurled like crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, ah, yeah, yeah. You're going to throw up if you do the milk challenge, I think. I feel like 90% of the time. 99% 99% of the time someone's going to throw up like I grew up on a dairy farm so I drank a lot of milk right yeah so I thought it was going to be doable but like it took me a while to like kind of get the strategy behind it you got to pace yourself mm-hmm. but then you got to push yourself at the same time you can't wait last minute to have like the last little bit you got to like aim to have it done at like to be 50 minutes yeah but like, if you're not done at 50 minutes, you got the 10 minutes to do the last little bit. Yeah.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's Cause, my strategy. Because it messes with your stomach, it throws the balance of your stomach acid off, and that's why you throw up. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's also a shit ton of liquid to have, so I'm yeah. sure that yeah, it that doesn't has something help. to do with it. But yeah, I remember
1: yeah. I peed so much every time I did it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, good times. Do you uh do you still remember the Rubinator, Doug?
1: <sighs> the Rubinator. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was insane.
0: <laughs> Seven and a half pounds of food. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can't believe. Like the guys convinced me to do that. Like that was mental.
0: Like, right. don't explain it. and Then, yeah, like, why the fuck would you do something like that?
1: Yeah, well, you know, Kruger and Mike they told me about this place called Rubens and like Cameloo. So I was like, oh, oh, sweet, let's do it, right? And they told me about the Ruben era. I was like oh, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Like, cause I, I always did the milk challenge. I did some other crazy stuff, right? They're yeah. like, Doug, this is the challenge for you. So I was like, okay. And then they were like, oh, we're having our year-end party there. And uh, Doug, you're eating the Reuben I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. And like, you know, you guys ate beforehand and you guys were eating a little bit. I was like, okay. Like I, I was very tempted cause I starved myself beforehand. Like the prep for it, mm-hmm. I, uh, I actually did the milk challenge right before it. Believe it or not, I did the milk challenge right before practice. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I needed to expand my stomach. So I was like, I'm going to drink four liters. So I did it at my house. Mm. I didn't want to complete it, like actually like, you know, get it done and hold it in, right? Yeah. So I was like, I kind of pushed myself to throw it up, yeah. but like right at the end. So I threw it all up and I went to practice. We practiced for two hours, whatever. And then we went down to Ruben's. And I was like, I'm really, really hungry. <laughs> 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 and uh, so the Rubinator's got, uh, is it six or seven types S- of meats? Meats.
0: I think it's six, six different meats, seven and a half pounds.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's six different types of meats, like one pound each. And they throw it all on there. And uh, my cousin Mark, Marky Mark... He uh, <laughs> he he went to the kitchen, actually cooked it up, and he's just screaming and yelling. And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, what's going on?" Because I was just chilling outside, and uh, Mark comes out with the rubinator, and it's a huge platter, like just insane. I was like, "Oh my goodness, no way!" <laughs> and uh, you only have an hour to eat it. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And then also, this was my first time going to Rubens, and I saw there's a wall of fame mm-hmm. and a wall of shame. And I was like, I can't go on the wall of shame. Like I cannot be on the wall of shame. Like that's against like my whole like life, like purpose. Like I don't want to be remembered as the guy that attempted. I want to be the guy that was the one to complete it. So I just started chowing down. Like the first half was pretty enjoyable, you know, like it mm-hmm. tasted all right. It was good. And uh I was like, Oh, I got this because I ate it in like fifteen minutes. I had half of it done, ish, ish, maybe twenty. And, uh, the whole team's just cheering me on, right? Going nuts. And, uh, I ate the last little bit and, uh, you know, shoving the last few bites in my mouth. And Mike was like, yeah, you can't, uh, you can't spit it out or anything. You got to finish what's in your mouth. And if you do that, you complete the challenge. And I stuffed like all the, I saved the bread to the end, right? Yeah. I soaked it and just stuffed like all the slices of bread in my mouth, like four or five or six, whatever it was. And, uh. It's like, oh, this is so hard. I want to throw up. I want to throw up, right? And uh I I slowly chowed it down, got it down, and completed the Rubinator. I I think that was one of the most proudest moments of my life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the boys just screaming and yelling. Stu was there. He yeah. was going nuts. And uh it was just awesome just to complete it. And no, I was I was the third one, I think, to ever do
0: it. Yeah. So still are. Uh, really? No it. one else. Nobody else has done it. <laughs> yeah Yeah, we went through the other week
1: yeah and the guy that did it the second time he he did it like a week or two right before me so it was like oh really yeah it was like really like two in a row almost (laughs) Cool. so yeah it was unreal and like nanaimo like on the island they have a a burger joint yeah uh miss richie's and they have uh a mountain burger i think it's called and they also have the k2 burger yeah and it's very similar thing but uh I went there and I had their like medium sized burger, which is still like this big, like uh, the size of a basketball, kind of patty kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, uh, I ate it barely. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, like uh, I don't know what it is, like something about a group of guys cheering you on. Like pushing you to your limits just really fires me up. And I don't know. I like, I think it fires everyone up. Like even in the weight room, like when there's guys from my team in the weight room, I've always put an extra, like couple pounds on. I'm like, oh yeah, I could, I'm going to show off a little bit. Right. Like I don't want to be like, and then when I'm by myself, just nice and easy. (laughs) That
0: was always nice about having footy around.
1: Oh dude. Foot pushed me to my limits. Yeah. Like foot was by far way stronger than me in the beginning and even now he's he's a beast
0: he's a beast he has a monster yeah the he, guy the guy looks like jesus yeah if jesus had <laughs> washboard abs yeah and like bull sized shoulders
1: yeah and i really fed off footy's energy like being pepper partners with him and like just hustling for balls like we, we weren't the most skilled pepper
0: players what come on yeah. Doug. <laughs> you and footy playing defense man <laughs> yeah you know having <laughs> a good time we we would we'd hustle for those
1: balls we shanked though you know yeah that so yeah. was oh, always yeah. fun but <laughs> good old foot like in the gym it would be like all right doug i was like foot i can't do it he's like no you're doing this and i was like <laughs> oh okay because he didn't want to switch the weights ever yeah so i was like okay i guess and uh Foot would just push me to my limits, which was awesome. I got so much stronger my first, second, and third year. Like now, I'm like, eh. I didn't hit the gym as hard as I did at TRU. Mm-hmm. Like I hit it often, but like kind of just maintain, not get stronger kind of thing. Right. Or like fast twitch muscles, like not really building muscle. Yeah. Whereas with foot, it was like, let's build some muscle. Let's get yeah. some gains.
0: <laughs> that guy's just a monster. Yeah, I love yeah. that guy. I like think Footy. <laughs> footy taught me how to push myself yeah it's just like well there's just you're always gonna give you're always gonna give a lot less than you think you can give mm-hmm. i remember there was a line with hansen i think it was my second year we were lifting and we put three reds on to deadlift yeah and hansen goes and like does one he's like you go there's no fucking way I can do that. Wait, <laughs> he was like, dude, all he said, like walked by me, was like you don't know till you know. Yeah, I was like, all right, yeah, all right, bitch, exactly. And then went and did it. I was like, oh, cool. Like you, you really don't know till you know. That's the. There's always this weird line of fear where you're like, you got it. Is, is it worth it to to do that because like this can happen or like failure? Yeah, like... exactly the fear of failure. I know that's fear thing. in general. That's something that pushes you. Like that's something yeah. that if you learn how to make that push you and to dance with that and live with that. Oh yeah. It's good. Oh yeah, dude. Like biking across Canada, I wanted to quit so many times. I was like,
1: I can't though. I've, I've started this. Like I got to finish it. Yeah. You know, that's like probably my pet peeve, like with work or anything is like you work on a job and you're halfway through this project or whatever. And they're like, Oh, actually you're not going to finish it off. Someone else's. I'm like, what? What? I wanted to finish it. Like, yeah. I started it, right? But, sometimes that's the way she goes, but,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's just life sometimes. Yeah. It always, always feels nice to, I feel like, especially with work, that, that's where you get meaning from. Mm-hmm. When you get to finish a job, when you get to make something your baby.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, for
0: sure. That's why I don't really like group projects. Oh. Group projects kind of kill me, because I'm like, I'd way rather do this by myself, and put, and make this mine and make this a part of me mm-hmm. rather than have a bunch of people contribute and have it be different this, thoughts from every this weird more. conglomerate of different ideas and different styles yeah i'd rather just have something that's me yeah for sure yeah no know at, at viu i've been really blessed with having good groups
1: and mm-hmm. like i don't know coming from a different university and not knowing who's in your program and who's the smart ones in your class because you always <laughs> want to partner up with the smart yeah. smart kids right so i don't know how i got lucky but i would just ask the right people and they're like yeah you can join our group i was like like just some random guy and they would like i think they liked me as a group partner <laughs> like i do my work and i do a pretty good job but yeah i've been blessed in that sense and like you know like i'm in a class right now uh a marketing class, and, uh, The lady I teamed up with to do this group project, she's LGBTQ, like just a little bit someone I wouldn't usually partner up with. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what, this would be a really good learning tool to like, you know, get to know that kind of personality, that kind of lifestyle, that kind of, you know, like Mm -hmm. not saying I'm interested in that, but like, you know, just to work with someone that's very different than me
0: yeah it's cool to see different perspective on things
1: yeah 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 for sure so yeah that's the crazy thing everyone has different perspectives like it's insane
0: every uh there's this thing called the dictionary of obscure sorrows and it's this dictionary this guy wrote because of he felt frustrated that there were so many words there were so many feelings that people have that can't be defined within contemporary language so he just started writing all of these different words for these different things that people felt. A lot of it's existential stuff, um, but one of them was to saunder. And oh, that yeah. was the the realization that everyone has a life just as complicated and intricate as your own.
1: I know, it's insane. <laughs> like I was driving through Vancouver last night and it was just crazy, crazy busy on Highway 1. I was like, where's everyone going? And then like my girlfriend, Cassandra, she was like, you know, it's crazy to think that Like, I was dropping some stuff off in Abbotsford for my uh, sister and then heading up to Kamloops. And I was like, you know what? Everyone has their own thing. Like, some people are probably going to the bar, going to a house party, Mm -hmm. probably visiting family, maybe even going to Alberta. Like, you never know. Like, it's just crazy to think of other people's lives. Like, even coming here, I was like, you guys are doing your own thing here, and I'm doing my own thing over there. And it's like, oh, it's insane thinking like, life goes fast too yeah it goes way too fast five years done like that yeah what are you doing now well i'm gonna graduate this june and then i'm gonna work on the dairy farm this summer you know yeah. milking some cows nice having a good time and then uh i still gotta contact like some people to see if i can go over to europe next year and play pro and start doing it man yeah i gotta get on
0: that randy randy's the, uh, thinking of doing it He's, he's doing it. Oh, he's doing it. Yeah, he, um, he just sent all of his video into his agent. Oh, sweet. Yeah, man. Right on. Yeah. That will be good for him, man. Just do it. Just yeah. Take the fucking step, Doug. Yeah. And, like, I just got like,
1: you know, I was thinking, like, you know, it doesn't hurt to try. Even if I don't find a team that I want to go play for oh, or man. whatever. I'm sure you're going to find a team.
0: Fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully. Come on, Doug. Yeah, I can you do it. You bike across Canada, Doug. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I can do that. You just got to say you're going to do it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I got to commit. I got to send a video in and, yeah, you know, do it. Play over there for uh, eight months, whatever it is. And I'm thinking maybe, possibly while I'm over there, uh, study agriculture. Cool. Get a certificate. Like if I can play pro and go to agricultural school, mm-hmm. or even just work on a farm while I'm over there. Yeah and uh, That's a thing
0: people do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> play professional volleyball, work on a farm at the same time. Yeah, you know, have a good time, milk yeah. some cows over there. <laughs> like, they're so
1: developed in Europe in the dairy world. Like, it's insane. They got crazy robots, crazy technology. So it'd be cool to kind of learn that that side of it. And also, like, I've learned everything I know about farming from my my own dad. Right. So I haven't really had that many different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad's a great dairy farmer. Like big props to him but like you know there's always different ideas that you can take and make your own
0: yeah there's not one right way to do things. yeah Yeah.
1: so maybe study agriculture i'm also currently in the process of getting my cfp which is a certified financial planner uh certificate yeah cool money and stuff yo (laughs) (laughs) so uh you gotta take four of these courses and i've i'm i'm currently in my second one i'm gonna finish that off Mm -hmm. and then uh maybe do two of those while I'm over in Europe because they're pretty intense courses and lots of info and nice stuff. And then it's a bit of a process after I do the four courses, there's a big test I got to do, do that test. And then I got to find work for two years or whatever. And then, then I got another course I got to do. And then after that, I'm a CFP (laughs) and who knows if I'm even going to go into the financial world. Like I've been thinking dairy farming Mm -hmm. or finance. So it's, that's why I kind of want to go to Europe. It's kind of like another bike trip where, you know, I get my my thoughts straight. I can figure it out. Adventure, yeah. figure out who I am a little bit more. Like I already know, I have a pretty good idea who I am, but like, you know, you can always self discover more.
0: Yeah, you're al- you're always changing, and it's really good to figure out stuff that you like, stuff that you don't like. Yeah, things you want to incorporate into your life. Exactly, it's always neat the individuation process.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, you know, dairy farming's sick. Like, I love the work. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of work. It's like you got to be there every day of the year, like milking them twice, twice a day kind of thing. Like yeah. it's a lot of work, a lot of manual work too. But, you know, there's robots coming in and who knows. <laughs>
0: Figure that out. Love artificial intelligence, Doug, milking cows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my uncle, he actually just installed, a, I think it's a f-
1: either 40 or 60 robot rotary. So it's like a merry-go-round. Where the cows walk on and a robot puts the machine on them. Wow. Yeah. It is it's insane. Cool. Yeah. You just got to chase the cows like into a little pen and then they walk in and they love the merry go rounds and stuff like that. Like the. Oh, really? The rotaries. Yeah. And then once they're done, they just back out and it's really slow moving like the, mm-hmm. the thing that's spinning. And then, uh, yeah, it's crazy. 40 robots, though. It is, it's one of them. I think it was the lar- world's largest one at the time. Yeah. At the time. But the it's world's been around largest for like rotary robot <laughs> <merry-go-round>. yeah <laughs> that's, that's awesome yeah yeah, it was pretty cool it's, yeah but yeah no we still put the machines on by hand ourselves yeah. right now but who knows if over the next couple of years if we switch over to robots a lot of farmers are going to robots now yeah. it's efficient yeah it's way more efficient yeah exactly
0: yeah alright cool we will end it there yeah, let's do it. That was perfect. Right Dude. on. Come here, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> so good to see you. That was <laughs> awesome. That was awesome.